detective. Thrill me. We've rounded the into the final stretch of the Die Hard franchise um, during our Die Hard week on the Thrill Me podcast. My co-hosts Gibbo and Jared are with me. Oh, I've been, I've been promoted. You've been promoted. Oh, you, sir. Jared's slowly falling down the mix. Now, I was second there. <laughs> oh, right, fuck to, you, I'm leaving. Oh, uh, and tonight, obviously, we're covering the fourth instalment, Live Free or Die Hard, or as it was known in Australia, Die Hard 4.0. Way better name. Transportation system's crashing and they just hit the entire financial sector. You have no idea who you're dealing with. I'll take it from here. You just killed a helicopter with a car! I was out of bullets. We'll dive straight into it. <laughs> it was directed by Len Wiseman, who handled the Underworld and films and Total Recall remake. Ugh. Produced by Michael Fodderall, <laughs> who handled Fast and the Furious 5 and 7, Missed Fast 6 or Furious 6 or whatever it's whatever called. Whatever it was called. Written by Mark Bomback, who did Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and The Wolverine, and David Marconi, who was the scriptwriter for Enemy of the State. And it was actually based on a magazine article called A Farewell to Arms by John Carlin. I think there was also a script that had been done on a spec script done that mm. had a similar idea as well. And it was yeah. called www3.com. Yeah, I think yeah. that it might have been. It, it, was, it was then sort of transposed over to the franchise. Again, Most it of their movies have been. Yeah, that's right. I think all the others have all had based something that something. they're based on something. And then gone, let's stick John McClane up yeah. there. <laughs> of course, stars Bruce Willis as John McClane, Justin Long as Matt Farrell, Timothy Oliphant as Thomas Gabriel, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Lucy McClane. The budget is for this one is the highest of the series with $110 million, and the box office was a very tidy $383 million worldwide. Gibbo, general thoughts, score out of five. <clears throat> right, so this one's obviously... Uh after a large hiatus, it was 12 years, was yeah, it, from 12, this one? Yeah, I think so it was From 12. number three to this. So yep. Samuel L. Jackson's been well and truly punted, thank Christ. So is Bruce Willis's hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he Bruce does, Willis is now cue-balled up. He looks slightly more weathered. I'll, yes. I'll definitely go along with that. And it's a very different movie, I'd say. that This one is at the stage where it's just like, all right, fuck it. There's no tether to reality. And... <laughs> I mean, I, I, I didn't have a problem with this movie. I, I actually like it. You've got to, you've got to just go along with it and just be like, okay, it's just a brainless action movie. But I think they do a pretty good job of it. A lot of the action scenes are at least well shot if they're completely unrealistic. Yeah, you can't go in going, I need a good plot. I want everything to be cohesive. It's just not there. But I like a lot of parts of this movie. So <clears throat> as a score out of five, I didn't actually think about this ahead of time. I didn't. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, how you get into the trap like me. Professional, as per yeah. usual. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, we do Professionalism. you got plenty of notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd go with a three and a, three and a half for this one, I think. Um, there's a lot of positives, but there's just as probably, or not quite as many negatives. We'll get to that with number five. It's probably where the balance tips for me, but uh, yeah, three and a half out of five for this one for me. Solid. Mm. Jared? Yeah, I'm three and a half as well. I, I was thinking the same. It's past the point of asking too much. 
in, in way of sort of, you know, the, the, the believing the situation. That couldn't really happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, if you go along for it, if you don't get bothered by the fact that, you know, oh, geez, it's a, they're just rolling it out for another Die Hard movie, blah, blah, blah. If you can get past that, which I usually can, mm. um, and sit there and enjoy it for an, an action film, it's a pretty good quality one. It's fun. It's got its issues, which, again, we'll, we'll go into, but overall, uh, I really enjoyed it. Some of the action sequences I really liked, mm. one in particular, but I think it's, uh, yeah, serviceable. It's a serviceable veteran, this one. Yeah, I would agree, three and a half. My, my feelings on it are it's hugely entertaining. It's very much like the second one for me. I really, really was entertained, and, Jared, you're 100% right. The action scenes are really, really well done. A lot of people had a lot of a problem with Len Wiseman, but judging by this movie, the guy knows his way around an action scene really, really well, and he shoots them really clean, so you can see everything that's happening. Yeah, I think Bruce Willis is is very good in this. He, he certainly puts in a performance, unlike the, the next one. But you know, it's been twelve years between films, and, the boot in and I still, <laughs> I still felt the McLean of old. Yeah, he's and back it's, to it's partially because he. He knows the character so well. There are problems, and there's Jesus. There's some unbelievability issues. <laughs> Couple. Haven't you served on an F thirty five before? Oh shit! Everyone's done that. <laughs> Did that at the weekend. <laughs> um, I actually think the plot is better than expected, and it's a good way to bring him back because he is the analog guy against the digital internet. Yeah, it's a fish out of water. Yeah, sort of and game, it but. still has that fish out of water element. Well, we may as well just launch into the likes there because that was pretty much my, my first one. First like, you the like The setup that? works and putting him as the, you know, the way that people are talking to each other and he's constantly there going, what the fuck? <laughs> Can yeah. you turn it off? Yeah. Yeah. Just turn it off. <laughs> yeah. That really works. Yeah. It really works. And, and like you said, the plot, you know, again, if you're not going too deep into it, it it's quite enjoyable yeah. for an action movie. Things go a little bit pear-shaped further on down the line, mm. but the early setup is is really good and actually works to the time. And some effort has actually gone into giving us something semi-legitimate. I guess they're trying to give you this idea of the fire, the fire sale, which yeah. I can only assume is some sort of realistic. Like they say, they can do it. Yeah. You are John McClane by the sound of it. Just turn it off. Computer. But the <laughs> send me a fax. Well, yeah, we're still. I'm still working my way through this whole setup. They, they were they were using CDs in the movie. You must have been sitting there. Going, That's was, a funny looking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was on the Amiga 500. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like they actually give you something that sounds plausible. Yeah. Um, it's a credible threat. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And some of the things they do are really cool. The actual yeah. things they do to. to Ramp up the stakes a bit. Mm. Yeah, the idea really of cool. bringing down the system, yeah. which, which you know, is something that people are still concerned about now. You know, reliance on computers. That the Y two K. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> computers going to just blow up. Oh shit! I think the fact the fact that they brought those two together, the Justin Long character and like Matt Farrell, obviously, and uh, and Bruce Willis's character. I think the fact that they brought them together really worked, but the way that they brought them together was completely implausible. Having a New York City detective go and pick uh, IT guy up from Brooklyn and to then drive him to Washington, yeah, it makes no sense whatsoever. And quite I frankly, they have to do it. But one of my most amusing parts is uh, we we had all the cars lojacked. What are you doing at Rutgers? Yeah, at the university. 
Well, how do you know that? What time are you going? You're fucking suspended. What are you doing, buddy, all the way out there? Uh, he's he's some work. It's a little he's, way out of the he's way. He's earned himself a little bit of leeway. Yeah, he's, been, he's, he's, yeah, he's done enough to earn some leeway. He's yeah. killed 26 terrorists. He can take uh, a tr- car for a ride. I think the action scenes are a major plus. If you take some of the action, like the quality of the action down a, a few notches, like you go for the old shaky cam or you, you take them down, the movie suffers badly mm. from it. It's those really, really good first two or three action scenes that get you excited for the movie. Yeah. Like him getting Farrell out of his apartment. That apartment is shootout great. is awesome. No, it's yep. absolutely great. Even though you lose all sense of where they are. Yeah, but you got the double threat. You got the guys coming up the stairs and you got the guy sniper the sniper the trying to get him through the window. Yeah. Yep. My favorite was actually the one uh, with where he gets the car inside the building and uh, runs the chick down the elevator shaft and mm. then they're sort of you know, in the car. Aside from the fact that, you know... She'd be dead ten times. That, she got absolutely <laughs> slammed by the car, but she was still in pretty pretty good nick. She was yeah. still in a fight. And the fact that he was going up a ramp and then all of a sudden he's driving yes, a train the building. Yeah. Aside from that, I thought that scene was really cool. <laughs> yeah. He must have been a mall, just glass doors straight out yeah. of the car parking lot into the building. You know, right down to, the, you know, the, the guy coming down and shooting him and Justin Long gets involved yeah, and yeah. the guy's flying down. I actually the love that shot, though, when he, he hits him with a tire on, the on and yeah. you just follow him over the edge yeah. of the yeah. elevator shaft. Some really good stuff That's well shot. Yeah. Really good stuff. Um, I also liked the fight between him and her. Yeah. Which, you know. Although that's got a massive cringe factor at the end when he's holding her hair. Grabs her by the hair and just yeah. throws her into the thing. And you're thing like, oh, and that was a out. chick yeah. and he just and beat he starts, the shit out of her. And he starts spouting some pretty, uh, pretty ordinary. Racist and yeah, sexist shit. Yeah. yeah. And then later on when he's like, I need another dead hooker bitch or yeah. whatever it is. It's a bit cringy. Yeah. But a little bit. Yeah. I do like that when she just... Gives him an absolute pummeling, and then he gets up and he's like, "Oh, this fucking forget about <laughs> this cunt shit." shit. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that. It, it plus it's I guess in a way it sort of took things a little bit slightly in that direction. She was kind of the heavy. She was almost like the the main thug, the Carl type. Yeah, she was the late um, henchman, and, and I did like that. She could obviously hand her herself, but she's still a chick, so it kind of makes it a bit a bit ugly. dodgy. Yeah. I, I I really like the the scene in the tunnel where the car flips and that he goes to protect him and then those two cars come in the opposite direction. Also pretty unlikely. Yeah. Unlikely, but really <laughs> cool. Also, some real, it again, looks well done though. It's a really good scene, just tinged with those bits of yeah. Bullshit. And then drives the car into the helicopter, you know these sorts of things. When you take your foot off the accelerator, the I believe the car through. loses money. Yeah, I didn't see him stick a knife yeah. through the accelerator yeah, yeah. to the floor or and anything. You know, stick a brick in there. I'm not a scientist, but I'm pretty sure that uh, that little sort of. Hut thing that he rolls into off the ramp would possibly probably just down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Probably slide down. Yeah. Just nudge. And just stops. And the bloke in the helicopter could have just pulled up. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that whole sequence was worth the line afterwards, though. He says, "You just shot a helicopter yeah. with the car," and he goes, "Well, I was out of bullets." I was out of bullets. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's quality. I, ca- I kind of liked. As, as ridiculous as those scenes were, they were just so well done. And you just go with it from a from a standpoint too of the. The editing and everything. Mm. I actually felt that that tinge of adrenaline, which you don't usually get in a lot of these action films these days, yeah, because just it's just beef it up bored. until everything blows up. Yeah, I thought most of the casting was pretty good. Casting I actually thought really Mary good. Elizabeth Winstead was really good. If that had given us something more to do, yeah, she doesn't get enough to do. The old stuck in the elevator thing. In fact, like, it would have been like good to pe- perhaps pair her and him together. Yeah. She was the hacker that he had to take. Well, that was the original. The original idea was going to be. John McClane and his son in this one. Yeah. And then they went, oh, no, we'll do the daughter for this one. They thought they put his son in the CIA and sent him to Russia. Yeah. Um, I actually thought, yeah, Justin Long was actually really good. He's one of my favourite parts of the movie. His sense of humour is, like, right up there for mine. So, Um, And I personally think 
Timothy Oliphant's a fantastic actor and he yeah. puts in a solid performance. I don't think he was given much to do. No. That's the problem. As a villain, he's pretty much non-threatening. Yeah, he's pretty vanilla, but with what he's got, I, I just think he's a great actor. I've seen him in a lot of yeah. stuff. Some of his line delivery is really good. But but, but I, what I liked about the villains, the villain in this movie is, yeah, he wasn't a physical presence. He was pretty... He wasn't menacing, mm. but what he could do was menacing. That yeah. that that was the idea yeah. I think they were trying to go with was if he takes he actually gets done what he's trying to do, we're back in the yeah. back in the shit. I think shit that fight. I think that missed a little bit though because quite frankly he was extremely vanilla. Yeah, he, well, he was vanilla, no doubt, vanilla. no doubt about um, it. It's so probably it was, one of the it was negatives unfortunate of the film. to see a really good actor and just think what what could have happened if it was just a little bit. It could have been more of a Hans villain, yeah. 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 Instead of I think this, with you know with a, a group of thugs. Rather than, yeah, just he just kind of faded into the background a little bit, yeah. just a little bit. Yeah, I thought I thought as far as the casting's concerned, I really liked Justin Long. He doesn't get too sort of whiny, no. um, which you might have expected, and he's given enough to do. Again, that's where the problem lay, lay with Mary Elizabeth Winstead is that she's not given enough to do. We see those little flashes of she's got some balls and she doesn't mind punching it on with these guys. Yeah. But it's believable too when she does it. Yeah, the parts when they put her with Justin Long are really funny as well. Because yeah. remember, she tells him to grow a set of balls. Yeah, like, oh, I've heard that before. Uh, just to, you know, <laughs> it didn't come from uh, someone with more hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. You better like, go they, they dig deep actually, and find some balls. There was very little of those two together, but that really could have worked as well because the tiny bits they put them together, they looked like a bit of chemistry. It could have been pretty funny. Only casting thing I'd say that didn't work very well for me was the Kevin Smith character. Yeah, that kind what of the fuck was that guy doing? Kind of dumb. <laughs> we need a fat bearded wanker to be in his mum's basement, being a fucking. Yeah, warlock. I, kind of, I kind of, he sort of came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was kind of like a and bit then of he went back to nowhere. He didn't really yeah. need to be there. It was kind of like, well, okay, yeah. it's, it was that's Kevin Smith. The only thing, the thing was, so John McClane could be saved by a fucking two way later yeah, on on the sixty six six channel. Yeah, yeah was, but that was obviously tying back to the a little know, bit of a callback. To I, that. I'm a I'm an analog guy. That's what I mean. But that's the whole well, reason did, for that character. Well, the other the other reason was so they could go there and he could just quickly fill in all the missing parts uh, of the plot. Yeah, about, yeah, the, about yeah, the bad yeah. guy. Who Thomas yeah, Gabriel yeah, yeah. was and all that data but, dump. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've cooled on Kevin Smith recently. Like I, I used to really think he was just he he just put out crap movies and all this sort of stuff. I've heard him on podcasts and things like that, and I've started to really like him because he mm. seems like a pretty cool. He's an interesting guy. Cool I just think that character, but yeah, pointless. Once, once I saw him here, I, I was kind of reminded like, uh, again why I don't really want to see him in the movies. Yeah. Just think for the podcast now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, right. you, you should be heard, not seen, Kevin. <laughs> um, well, actually, speaking of casting, Cliff Curtis, yeah, the chameleon. Ah, <laughs> like, he could be anyone. He, is, yeah, he right. is a Kiwi. He's a Maori, yeah. and he has played. Mexican every drug conceivable lords, background. Colombians. I'm not sure he's actually played a Maori. Yeah, no. <laughs> he's played everything else. He's played a Latino, Middle Eastern, just yeah. any old thing that that um you know in America they'll just oh you know we need we need an exotic. Cliff Curtis. He's got a tight curl and a tan. Yeah, uh, cast him <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, he's all right. He's all right. He's he, he's unfortunately spouting a bit of shit. <laughs> he's got <laughs> he's got to spout all the jargon. Yeah. And, I was hoping uh, for a little bit of Dwayne T. Robinson about him. Yeah, 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 yeah. this guy. <laughs> he also gets the shitty buddy action movie uh, stereotype line of "It's above your pay grade." Yeah, yeah, he gets pay that grade. One. That one. Oh, I'm so sick of hearing yeah. that line. The guy's in charge of the fucking cyber division of this the FBI, the whole yeah. FBI, and he he doesn't have fucking clearance to know about that. Yeah, come the, on. The, I'll tell you one thing that I thought was really really good, a great idea, was the um the cyber um uh, ransom note. Using mm. all the presidents. Yeah. I thought that was great. I thought that was a really, really good idea and it worked pretty well. Yeah. And the idea they put the 
also they put um, the White House on the screen. And blew and it up. And then they made out like, you know, well, what if you couldn't, if, if we got away with this and nobody was here to protect you? Yeah. And they blew it up. I thought those things were really, really cool. Yeah, it was a good impact. And they just, they added the, just that, that's again, the threat. Was, yeah. was starting to get, you're starting to understand what could actually happen. Yeah. I, I just love that scene at the start where he is at Rutgers and that boyfriend's there and he keeps sort of saying, uh, you know, what is he, he turns and looks at him and goes, cheeks, eh? <laughs> just leave, he just mate. goes, <laughs> I'll go home then. <laughs> I kind of like some of that stuff and it had a little bit of a funny element to it. It had a mixture of, to me, two and three. You had two, the, the excitement and, and entertainment of two with the, you know, putting um, McLean with a, with a sidekick mm. and giving him sort of this, I don't really know what I'm doing sort of thing. The odd yeah. couple thing yeah. as well. They play off each other pretty well. Yep. I think the dislikes. Well, I've got one. One more Just one small like. Oh, okay. Agent, uh, Agent Johnson reference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Different Agent Johnson. Yeah, Agent Johnson. <laughs> it is a nod. It's a nod back to the original. Yeah. yeah. And look, that's another thing I thought they didn't do too badly. Mm. They actually nodded back to the original a couple of times. The elevator scene. Yeah. Agent Johnson. There was, a, I think, there was a, probably a couple of other things. I'd have to rewatch it, but there was probably a couple of other little things. Um, the whole thing where Gabriel's sort of taunting him and saying, "Look, your four hundred one k's gone," and oh, what about you know talking about his kids and Holly and the fact that they're divorced and everything. I kind of liked a bit of that. It mm. gave you a little bit more sense of McLean as who he was now. Problem is, when we last saw him in three, he was a fucking drunk. Yeah, was he yeah. cleaned out, well, sobered up? Twelve years, mate. Lost, lost Could we have had a quick throw around line? Yeah, I'll be Twelve years, he's cleaned up. up. He's fallen off the wagon. Yeah. He's got back on it. He's, he's, he's had three or four goes at it. Um, I, I don't know if this is a like, but it made me laugh. We're an action movie. We're in the you know the new new millennium. Anybody know a stuntman who can do some parkour? Oh yeah, yeah. We've got, we've yeah. Got to the generic parkour. parkour right? Find a bit of parkour. Find somebody. Yeah. Especially when they sped it up. When he's in that scene when uh, McLean's yeah, on the bridge and he's jumping up and around like a fucking jackrabbit, yeah, and then yeah. he dives into that thing. It looks oh, cool, true, but yeah. yeah, there was the, actually there was the, the better the start. Too, the better scene is the bit down, where yeah. he's dropping down. That's yeah. that's actually I think that's actually. Proper speed. And I yeah. think that might actually be him. It just, reminded me of the. Um, I think it was Casino Royale, yeah. the first James Bond movie, and they had that uh, parkour guy do that chase at the start. Yeah, yeah it's just it was like parkour's cool now, isn't it? It's <laughs> pretty spectacular. I must admit, I love that bit in in Casino Royale where the parkour guy leaps and he goes through a hole through the that window big in the in the door. Yeah, but then the Bond just goes <laughs> yeah, just through runs the door through the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, into the dislikes of this movie, I think we touched on the fact that it's it's outrageously impossible to believe. Yeah. yeah. Probably topped off by that scene involving the the jet. It's I think again that scene is well directed and I can see what's happening and it's 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 got got all the action elements. Yeah. But you're just thinking, fucking come on! Yeah. But I mean, it looks like at some parts you look at it and it's like this fucking ramp's going nowhere yeah. and it yeah. came out of nowhere. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> he's, he's he's driving uh, you know on on an underpass sort of set up with you know there's the, the roads above him. And then all of a sudden, there's just this fucking... Endless loop. Yeah. It reminded me of when you were little and you were setting up your slot car track. Yeah. I'm going to make a huge spiral and you just run out of parts. and like, ah, oh, fuck it. Oh, no, no, no. Start again. Start no, again. The bit that got me is he's driving the truck and the jet Caves comes in. up in front of him and just goes... And just hits him with, you know, what, 50 cal? Yeah, but he's oh, easy. And he ducks yeah. and the top, the whole top of the truck yeah. just gets blown off. 
that that truck would have just been fucking obliterated. Yeah. He, he would. He, he well, wouldn't it was. Have... But he ducked. Like Jared yeah, said, but, he was but, in the clear. The car's still moving. <laughs> I mean, the engine would have just been destroyed. I mean, I know you got to suspend some disbelief, but that sequence, you just you can't. Well, even when, the, going... when, the, when the bridge collapses, all that ramp that he's on collapses, and he's just like, I'm just going to drive this truck yeah, up this vertical. It was like, yeah, yeah. it's a fucking semi-trailer. You can't do that. It would have flipped over backwards. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, it just wouldn't have gone up there. It would have gone, ah, uh, no, nah, I've got a trailer on, mate. You're not getting up there. Let's stop. And he... When he jumps off the plane, that that fall would be what? 10 to 12 metres minimum. More than that. Onto He it, lands yeah. on his side. The plane comes down on top, explodes, and it's a, it looks great. You know, the shows from the, that yeah. through the two things, him sliding down and the explosion. He just gets up and fucking... Yeah, brush yeah. it off. A little bit of gravel rash should be right. It's just, he, a, yeah, just it's indestructible. Just, it's just degrees of believability. Yeah. I, I like even part two, it really pushed it, but you kind of copped some of them. Yeah. This one, there was just a, too many, one, one or two parts where you were just like, get off. Yeah. Well, number three happen. had the scene where they like sort of flew down on their, like that flying fox thing and dropped onto the boat. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Everyone, 10 times out of 10, dies doing that. Yeah. And this is the same thing. You, yeah. you jump off there, you, fucking both your legs are broken at a minimum, and you probably got fucking half your body left just like a cheese grater yeah. on the road. <laughs> There's just no way you just get up and walk away. So. <laughs> um, he is just indestructible. This is the one that an unfortunate, maybe it's an unfortunate sign of 2007, was that action movies were going further and further down this route and unfortunately the filmmakers decided, well, John McClane, he can't be the real world guy. He's got to be another indestructible fucking lunatic and that's what you end up getting. As soon as I got to this scene where he, where he jumps onto the plane, I just thought, fuck, that plane looks like a shark, and he looks like the Fonz jumping it. <laughs> That's what it is. It's a, cla- it's a jumping of the shark. They've run out of ideas. They've got to keep one up in themselves, and they're like, let's get him to jump a shark on a motorbike. Mm. Yeah, that's it's, right. It's just stupid. Yeah, it's a bit tough. My other biggest you know. dislike is it's just another army of thugs. How many fucking guys have these got? Again, you know, just like part three, just people everywhere. Like, Dial a henchman. But, but, yeah. but, but twice as many in this case because you had all these computer guys. Then you also had all these thugs who were out. At least they referenced this in this one, though, because yeah. McLean does, does say to, say to Dial a henchman. Yeah, Timothy Oliver. He's like, oh, with Dial a henchman, you got, it's going to be harder to get those hot Asian chicks, yeah. though. Like, <laughs> they must be harder to find. So at least they know it's just stupid. IT yeah. guys don't just have armies of henchmen laying yeah. around to fucking pull off a world domination thing. So That's right. You're, so, right, you're working, you're, you're really trading on some confidence in the bloke too, aren't you? He's like, look, I don't, have an, I don't have any money to give you now, but when we take over the world, <laughs> fuck, I'm going to have a lot of money to give you. Yeah. What do you reckon? You join and some up? free laptops. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, well, shit, I've got nothing else to do. <laughs> I heard my ankle doing parkour the other day. I'll, yeah. come, I'll come and do it for you. Yeah. I'm fucking I'm good do, the so gun. I'll do some stretching. I'll get ready. <laughs> look, I can do parkour. I'm also a decent sniper. <laughs> can you put those two things together? So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll put you over there. Um, I actually bring up the villain again. As I said, I really like Timothy Oliphant. I've liked him in just about everything he's done, including Scream Two. Oh. <laughs> 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 but I, I, uh, yeah, it was just just vanilla for me. And not only that, but the fatal floor at the end. Another villain who had McLean over a barrel, and you just couldn't think of anything. Here comes my monologue. Then yeah. gloat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how many times do we have to see that? It's just. You've got to come up with something better than just saying, oh, shit, I'm going to kill your daughter now and you're going to watch. Yeah. See, like, to me, you know the way to fix that problem in this movie? Um, and they actually try to do it and then they, they chicken out is McLean held by, what's he, going to shoot him and then Lucy get, hits that guy, takes his gun and perhaps kills him. And they tried to do that. She, she shoots him in the foot and the, tries to kick the machine gun to him. 
then they chicken out again. It's got to be McLean who does it. Yeah, if she'd have whipped out a shot me, and hit him in the head. Yeah, to me, it's like that's her saying, you know, you know, we, 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 you know I'm, I tried to, I'm, I'm helping you and all that kind of stuff and getting yeah. them back together. Just can't do it because, once again, you, you, you're, you're catering to the action fans. They're not there to see Lucy McLean save her father. Yeah, it's I, would have the other it, I would have even copped it if she had said the Yippie Kaye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, a bit of a bit like of a variance. Yeah, that would yeah, be cool. The fact that you know, or the best you could come up with is, oh, she didn't get the gun to you, but listen here, I'm going to have a bit of a word to you yeah. now. And I'm just going to gloat because I've I've got you, I've got you now. Mm. Oh fuck, no, I don't. Yeah. I must admit, I did like the way. They did. He did the Yippie Kaye. That's a and cool shot bit. Yeah, the way he shot himself through there, but but it could have just been done better. Yeah, they could have got into that situation better than. Yeah, they didn't. They had the ingredients. You know, maybe maybe Justin, I didn't mix them well. Maybe enough. Justin yeah. Long could have got the upper hand because he does. Said, he, you know, he he shoots then, one of them later. Yeah. And then he gets McLean and says, yeah. "Fucking fix it, or I'm going to shoot him." And then McLean says, "Fuck you, bang, Man. shot yeah. himself." Well, something you know, there's just there's ways to do it better than they did it. Yeah, agreed. They had, as I said, they had the ingredients there to make it. In, a, a, an interesting way of taking it at the end, but they didn't use them well. Yeah. They just kind of fucked it Bit around. Bit of a fail. And they said that, you know, that, again, McLean has to be the hero. Yeah. The shooting through the, the existing Body, hole in the shoulder. Was, that, was, that, was that was cool. Kind that of cool. Was I did cool. like that. Yeah. Any other dislikes? Oh, again, it's it's nitpicking. It's more just a laugh that I had to myself when thinking about, you know, the, the realistic nature of the movie. The start of it, when they go through the list of hackers that have been knocked off to make it clear that Matthew Farrell is mm. the only one left, they wouldn't want, wouldn't want to be any bugs in the code that they've written because no cunt will fix it because <laughs> they've all been shot. Yeah, yeah they've all been killed. <laughs> and they're like, oh, shit, this, this, this guy sent us a bit of code that doesn't work. What are we going to do? Oh, shit. Oh, fuck, we shot him. Get, yeah, one, of the hackers, get one of the hackers that are... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go, go to Europe. <laughs> Spread the net. We might get someone else. The other thing I didn't get, too, is the way they set up the Timothy Olyphant character. I can't remember his fucking name. Thomas he's Gabriel. So villi- Thomas, Thomas Gabriel, Gabriel, of course. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a little bit, you know, biblical. He's got to mm. be a bad guy. Mm. They set him up as this fucking world-beating hacker, yet he needs all these plebs to do all his fucking hacking. Yeah. When, when fucking Justin Long's character fucks stuff up, he's like, oh, you better fix that. Oh, fix it, fix it, fix it. Like... Is yeah. he not the fucking yeah. best hacker in the world? That's yeah. the way they set him up. Yeah, that was the thing. I thought you could have looked at it and just been give like it here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just give me two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Hollywood. The master Maestro. All he's got to do is go. Give me the computer. Touch the touch the keys for three seconds. Oh, I just destroyed the world. Well, he does do that at one bit when that guy hesitates. Yeah, and he goes get up. But that's the one time you see him going. Oh, yeah, I'm actually good at this. They only tell you that he's good. They don't show you any other stage. It just seems weird that he needs all these little fucking nufties to do it, and he could just code it himself. Agreed. Yes. I think that just about does it. Yep. yep. Sure. Let's go with that. One more to go. Oh, Live free or die hard. Two thousand and thirteen. Really hurt. We a good day to die hard. hard. Oh, sorry, a good good day to die hard. I've repeated this one. I was hoping we'd watch the fourth one again. Sorry, a good day to die hard from two thousand thirteen. That's next on the 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 fifth and final um, die hard film on the die hard week. Until then. Tune in for next time and we'll catch you later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me or one word or lowercase at iinet.net.au.